This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy uh, Thursday. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, and we are ready for a big show. we got Scott Evans going to join us, the Helena High football coach. Big matchup tomorrow as the uh, the, the 5-0 Bengals play the 5-0 Spartans. It's going to be a great game, and uh, we'll get his thoughts to the breakdown. Also, uh, that's what she said Thursday with Nicole Ragoni coming up uh, here shortly. And a whole lot more. But uh, we start with our daily COVID update. And Montana reporting 735 new cases, 20,933 total. 230 deaths, 301 in the hospital currently, 7,849 active cases, 12,854 have recovered. 1,701 active cases, Yellowstone, 1,264 Flathead, 599 Glacier, 593 Missoula, 578 Cascade, 342 Gallatin, that's actually come down, 276 Lewis and Clark. And the other triple digits, 215 in Hill, 137 Tool, 325 Roosevelt, and 115 in Lincoln. And then a whole bunch of uh, double digit. And there's one, one county out of 56 in the state of Montana with no active cases. That is Golden Valley, which has only had five cases since March, period. So. There you go. That is your COVID update. But because of COVID, and this 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 sucks, to be flat out honest, um, this, is, this is part of what we've been talking about, that yeah, we've seen some games postponed, some games canceled, whatnot. But the postseason has directly been affected now. That is because the Stevensville girls soccer team was moved into state A playoff bracket for today's play-in game to replace the three-seed Loyola, which had to give up its spot because of COVID-19 cases. The Breakers don't have enough players on the team. Because of COVID. So we're seeing postseason directly be affected by COVID-19. And that is, I mean, it's great for Steve I, but it's brutal for Loyola. So let's see, Hamilton and Stevensville will now play. Tonight at 6. 
the lone play-in game to the State A tournament. They had two scoreless ties in their previous meetings. Um, and that's, it's a bummer. It absolutely is. And this is, you know, hopefully we won't see this in football or volleyball or any other sports. And this is the only one that is affected. But, I mean, what if, what if, what if, you know, a hell and a high girls soccer team, the number one seed, what if they're not able to continue tomorrow? Just a what if. It's not a done I don't want you freaking out. But that's a big what if. You know what I'm saying? And it's terrible. Loyola girls can't play in the soccer tournament because of COVID. So I think, I don't know if anybody else is having issues with Twitter, but... I may have gotten blocked out of my Twitter account. Um, maybe. I don't know. If anybody else is having issues with the Twitter, let me know, because uh, mine hasn't updated in uh, 32 minutes ever since I tweeted at Governor Bullock about filling out the census. Because today is the last day, apparently. And Montana's probably not going to get another House seat because people are lazy. It's not politics, folks. It has nothing to do with politics. Although some in the higher offices here in the state would like you to think that, but it's not. We got our census like in March, right at the start of COVID. Filled it out, sent it back, like within a week. Like it's not hard at all. You fill out your census. And those that still haven't, that's on you. That's being lazy. Don't blame politics. Blame yourselves for being lazy if you haven't filled out your census and sent it back. By today. Or postmarked by today. So I may have gotten Twitter blocked and censored because I tweeted at Governor Bullock. Because I've been doing that a few times lately. And maybe he just can't handle it. Uh, Speaking of, there is Crosstown Volleyball tonight. Big matchup. Capital going for, what, 64 straight? And Helena High looking to uh, upset the two-time defending state champs. It's at the jungle tonight. So hopefully uh, hopefully it's a good match. It was a sweep last time in favor of the Bruins. But, I mean, the Bruins are two matches away from becoming the all-time leaders in double-A. They've got a long way to go to reach Huntley Project for consecutive wins. Huntley was at like 102 when they lost earlier this year to Joliet, but... Uh, they've started that streak back up. And it's like the Fairfield girls basketball team a few years ago, 120 straight wins. That's a lot. Uh, what else was in the news today? We saw uh, the Big Sky Conference come out with its uh, basketball schedules for men and women. They're going to basically follow suit of, well, they're going to play a 20-game schedule in conference. Um Every opponent's going to be played back-to-back games like the Frontier used to do, you know, 20 years ago, and they're doing it again this year. A lot of conferences are. Here's the kicker, though. The Frontier's going to play double headers, basically. So you, if you go to Northern Friday and then you stay the night, play Saturday. And then, you know, you, you go to Providence, same, ty- same thing. Well, the Big Sky's going to do it, but they're going to have a day off in between. Oh, 
So, like, the Bobcat men play January 7th at Northern Colorado. They sit in Greeley. So they'll be there in Greeley from the 6th through the 9th because they'll, they'll get into town on the 6th. They'll play the 7th. They'll sit around all day in a hotel on the 8th of January and then play again the 9th and then come home. Like, that's just dumb. You can play back-to-back nights in the big skies. Trust me. It's been done before. It's no different than NAI. Make it happen. You don't need a day off. And then they talk about, well, we want to make sure that, you know, it's a cost-saving measure. Well, you're paying for an extra night of a motel, so that's dumb. Um, and then, and then the big sky and its infinite wisdom, um, you know, they always talk about missed class time. Well, you're missing a day that you don't need to be missing. Instead of leaving Wednesday, you could leave Thursday, play Friday, Saturday, you're home Sunday. And you save a night of a motel, and you save a night or a day of missed class. But I, I some sometimes I just feel like I'm talking to nobody. And maybe I am. Somebody on Twitter said I have no listeners on my podcast, but who knows? Um, but he was also being a jackass, so or she, I don't know who it was. There it was it was funny. Uh let's see, what do we all got coming up? Uh Scott Evans is gonna join us. Tomorrow we're gonna talk to Jesse Zentz. I talked to him today. Um, a tough loss for the running community, uh, especially over in Missoula, but uh, as Tony Banovich passed away this week. Um, huge, huge, huge fan of running in the state of Montana and supporter of running and uh, did a lot of work. So we'll talk to Jesse Zentz tomorrow um, about his good buddy, Tony Banovich. And also get a preview of the girls cross country state meet next week which will be unbelievable the boys will be too but the girls side legit on this day in history coming up and uh, a whole bunch more so we're going to take a break we're going to come back and when we do nicole ragoni will join us that's what she said thursday um i'm anxious to talk to nicole a we got to get our uh, italian dish of the week and b um there was a shake-up a major shakeup in our NFL pick'em. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Nicole when we come back. Jason Walker Show in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. 
Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. They're inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave on a Thursday. Scott Evans, Helen High Coach, still coming up. Don't forget, next Wednesday, Senator Steve Daines will join us. I'm sure it'll be a fun conversation. Always is when the senator talks with us. At least he'll come on. His opponent won't. So, there you go. All right. So looks like she's enjoying the music a little bit. Nicole Ragoni, it is That's What She Said Thursday, presented by Dinner's Done Right. Hold on, let me turn down the music here now and uh, bring in Nicole. How are you? Good. How are you, Jason? It's I been am, a while. It's been, uh, it's been <laughs> a week. week. <laughs> no, it's better than two, so that's good. Hey, um, before we get going, my mom uh, said she watched last week's show because of the, the Bradshaw girls were on. And she said that uh-huh. um, she really liked you because we have good chemistry. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So that came from my mom. So, so Mrs. Walker, thank you. <laughs> well, and she thank you for the compliment. She uh, she has good taste because when I first introduced her to my now wife, she goes, uh, when my stepdad called, and she goes, "It's nice. We're at breakfast. She's not a skank." So she's like. That's nice. That's yes. That was the first word she said about my now wife. So there you go. <laughs> wow. So were you bringing home skanks before? Apparently. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> so anyway, Nicole Ragoni joining us. That's what she said. Um, by the way, we had manicotti the other night. The wife made manicotti. Um, very very good. So. Oh, was it good? It was about, good. Okay, okay. Well, she's a great cook, right so question. yeah. Yeah. 
Um, awesome. How was your... I literally can only do Italian recipes. Like I can't, I really can't do much else. Like avocado toast, maybe some yogurt here and there, <laughs> some cereal. But I'm not up there like whipping, whipping, whipping in the kitchen. It's not me yet. Yet I want to be good at it, but it'll well, come. It'll come. You're still young. Um, are you dressed up today? No, I'm just put a jacket on. Oh. Under. it's like a tank top underneath. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because you look like you had like a nice top on. Like clothes. I have. Wait, yeah, Time I mean, I, I, I that's guess that's what I meant. Do. Yes, the jacket. The, the jacket. That's what. I, yes. Good lord. Um, I'm struggling today. I am. Uh, that's okay. Nicole, you're <laughs> guest here. All right. How was your week? Before we get it's going, it's been good. I'm trying to think of something new that took place. But Jason, like I said, I've been coaching a lot of volleyball. I'm even like picking up private lessons now. Ooh. Like, Doing lots of volleyball. You know, um, a few years ago, if you were playing volleyball, you wouldn't have been able to make money. But uh, the uh, NCAA looks like it's going to pass the NIL and name, image, likeness. So uh, if uh, that'll be good that you can give private lessons as a current player and make some money. I'm not a current player. No, no, not you. But had you been a few years ago, had they passed? Uh, Stay with me here, Nicole. Gotcha, Stay gotcha, with gotcha. me. Stay I'm with me. Maybe we're both <laughs> struggling today. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the NIL looks like it's going to get passed in January, which is huge. The NAI passed it last week, so NAI student athletes can start uh, using their who they are to make some uh, money on the side. Awesome. Yes. That is awesome. All right. Um, do you want Do you want me to slam you on the picks first, or you want me to wait? <laughs> I had a feeling that was coming, but I could talk a little Italian recipe real quick. Oh, so we'll save that for the end. Save it for the end. The end. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll let's talk Pac-12 though, because um, I don't know if you heard, but the Big Sky Conference came out with a schedule today for conference, and they're going to play. Okay. They're going to play back-to-back road trips. So like. They'll play at, you know, um, Portland State on a Thursday and a Saturday, and so they'll get both games out of the way. So it's like four road trips, and, and what, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the NAI used to do, the Frontier Conference used to do this. A lot of conferences are going. It's a time-saving measure and cost-cutting measure this year. But um, right. I don't know what the Pac-12 schedule looks like yet, but I have a feeling it's going to be somewhat similar. Probably. Um, I know they're starting their first basketball practice um, October 14th. And what's the date today? The 15th. Um, so they started practice yesterday. That's all I really know. I don't know too much about it. I never have really covered uh, Pac-12 basketball here and there, not much. Um, but one thing is is that they're obviously going to be learning from what football is doing and across the country. I mean, Jason, have you seen all the stuff going on with the SEC right now? Um, yeah, and I normally like Clay Travis, but he's been wrong about the SEC. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, they, yeah. When Nick Saban um, gets it, something's wrong. Yeah, and I've talked to some people that are in other athletic programs in the SEC, and when I say other athletic programs, other sports besides football that play in the fall, and they were saying that football has been kind of questionable by the way they've been running things. But I think the hardest thing with football, obviously, money aside, is the numbers. You can't control that many guys that easily. It's really hard to. So, like, with volleyball, for instance, or soccer or cross-country, there just isn't as many people on the team, so it's a little easier to control. 
But when you have such a big group of individuals, it's a lot harder to control the outcome of the decisions that they make outside of the football program. Completely agree, and uh, that's why we're seeing it even at the high school level here in Montana. A lot of more of the volleyball players have come down with it, and soccer teams, and not so much on the football, which is really weird. I, that actually is completely opposite of what you just said, but yeah, no, I agree for the most part. They run it better in Montana. Come on. Uh, three, two, one. <laughs> Let's just start over Jason's brain today. Holy cow. Um, Pac-12 uh, network news, however. Oh, all right. So um, I can't remember if I told you this or not last week, um, but Pac-12 network will have very few football games on the network. They're going to have mostly all of their games outsourced by Fox, CBS, and ESPN. And then also there have been recent talk of who wants to buy Pac-12 network and who doesn't. But honestly, I'm looking at it and – Pac-12 is bringing back 50 furloughs, and they're also going to be getting a lot of money from ESPN and all those other stations that I just talked about Mm -hmm. into the network again. So I'm sure they're trying to keep it a loan network that's not owned by one of those big big media companies. So um, we'll see what happens. It's interesting watching it from afar. Um, But until you hear kind of like official news from Pac-12, because I have been hearing that right now they're just, because it's a funky year, and so honestly, if they can get a bunch of revenue back into Pac-12 Network, that would probably be more ideal than having all those games on the network. Um, correct, and we've talked off-air, because I'm not going to have you talk on-air about it, on the record, but uh, yeah, they definitely need money, because um, they need money, because you need to get paid, yeah. you need to get to work. Hi, Jason. I cannot wait when I'm not doing something besides coaching volleyball. What age group are you coaching? I coach every age group. Okay. Really, it doesn't – U12s, 11s, 13s, 14s, 15s, 16s, 17s, 18s. So Um, kind of the jack of all trades. I played every position. Gotcha. Um, But now with your fingernails, you got the the manicure, right? So how, how do you set the ball? Uh, these are my real nails, so I'm good. Oh, okay. Um, but although I will say my middles in college, they would have like long acrylic nails and I was like, how do you hit the ball like that? Like I, I would literally lose all my fingernails (laughs) if I did. Like every single one would just come off. So Um, I don't know. I'm glad yours are real. Um, yeah. (laughs) Jason Walker along with Nicole Rigoni. That's what she said. It is brought to you by dinners done right. Um, let me get your thoughts, Nicole, on this, because I talked about it in the first segment, and it goes back to the scheduling a second here. But, you know, colleges and conferences all over the, the country for years have talked about, well, we can't have kids missing too much school. We've got to figure out a way to save money. So, like I said, Montana State's going to, you know, if they play at like Portland State on a Thursday, they get out there on Wednesday, they'll play Thursday, sit around in the hotel Friday, play again Saturday, and then come home Sunday. That, to me, seems like... I mean, normally you'd go to Portland State, either from Washington or Portland State, Sac State. That's the the trip. But and I use Portland State because you're right there. But if if you play like a Friday Saturday, will you cut out cost of a hotel for one night and then travel, uh, food and all that for an entire day? It seems to me it makes more sense to play Friday Saturday instead of Thursday Saturday. So are we talking more cost or are we? 
talking about not missing school because, like, both. what's the most important thing right now for Montana State? Well, both. It would be cost and – but they always talk about not missing school. So it's a kind of two-in-one here. Okay, well, <laughs> when it comes to missing school as an athlete – most of the time, the professors, and you get professors here and there that don't work with you quite as well, but then somebody from some higher power comes in and saves the day magically. <laughs> you know, yeah. And honestly, you don't know who it is. Like, I couldn't tell you what part of the athletic program, the athletic administration comes in and talks to professors and stuff. But, I mean, we're on the road. We can't do anything about it. Obviously, we want to be in school. We want to be there. But there is also another factor to it when you are on the road. It's not a party. Right. <laughs> at all. It's, I mean, that's the furthest thing from it. You're on the road. You're working. You're still a student athlete. You have about, I would say, at least at Washington State, we did about two hours of a study hall on mm. the road every weekend. Uh, every day. Right. It wasn't just, like, once. Um, again, I don't know how Montana State runs it. So, I, if anything, I was probably studying more then I would have been, say, spring season comes around when I'm actually in home, at home or on the campus right. than I was during season. Um, and sometimes I would actually get my best grades during season than in the off season because I had more time, if that makes sense. Because, you yeah. know, when you have to have more time management, you usually become a little bit more disciplined. But on a money standpoint, yeah, definitely. They, I mean, I, when I played at Eastern, we drove from Eastern to Montana, mm-hmm. so that saves a ton of money. Um, but I, I think flights are always expensive. Right now, they might not be as expensive because of the flight industry, right. so they might be able to take advantage of that. And also, travel costs right now are a lot cheaper. Like, hotels in general are cheaper. cheaper. They're just trying to fill up uh, spaces in their hotel and occupancy. So... 2020 is so weird in the way everything works because it you might actually be saving money and going from Wednesday to Sunday than actually going from Thursday to Sunday, Sunday, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think it – and the travel in the big sky is really, really difficult in my opinion. Yes. Um, Because in the Pac-12, you're going to major cities, whereas in the big sky – the only real major city you're going to is Portland and Sacramento, right? Yep, yep. So adding that into it also, I actually, like I said, when I went to the when I went to Washington State, it was easier to go travel on the road with Washington State because we're flying into major cities, whereas I think if you're an athlete in the big sky, you might need another day to adjust if you can, if your school can afford it. Gotcha. And football is a whole different story, oh, in yeah, my opinion. If totally. And and basketball because they're they're mostly those are revenue generating sports. Nicole Ragoni joining us. That's what she said Thursday. Um, with that, real quick, when you played at Eastern Washington, did did you did you get to play in Bozeman at Schroyer? Yeah, I did. What was that like for you? That's, you know, I didn't love their gym, <laughs> but the court was um, nice because it was that sport court. No, it wasn't sport court when I was there. It was hardwood. Was it? Yeah. Wow. We played on their hardwood. Oh, they used to play on the sport court. Yeah, so sport long court ago, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe they changed um, it. Yeah, maybe they did. Or maybe it was sport court the whole time. Is it that kind of almost carpet-like yeah. texture? Yeah. I 
think does Idaho do that as well? They might. I don't know. I've, I haven't played volleyball at Idaho. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good answer. Um, um, no, I, I just liked it. It's a small, small gym. Um, I never lost there, so wow. I don't know what it's like to lose there. Wow. Uh, you definitely never lost in Missoula. I know that. No, we did. Did they upset <laughs> we you? We lost to Missoula. How is that possible? We lost in five. We lost in five. Because they we were not good for a long time. We were like their only win. No joke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dang. Yeah, cool. it was really it was really terrible. Right. We beat them my freshman year, and then my sophomore year, we beat them at home, but we didn't beat them at, uh, in Montana, in Missoula. Gotcha. That's a, okay. Talk about a place to go play in. That's a hard gym to play in because Bozeman's gym, the fans are on top of you for sure, but the Grizz's gym, I mean, there's like only three rows of seating. Yeah, it's a small <laughs> And so they're like gym. really right on top of you. Yes. I wish they played in the arena. Dahlberg? Yeah, yeah, but when you only I, have 300 fans, it's small. That's... Yeah, but it's it's... It's more game-like, in my opinion. You 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 feel like you're playing in a practice gym. I went to a volleyball match in Bozeman. In fact, I may have been the PA announcer when it was Cat Grizz volleyball, and they played in Brookbreeden Fieldhouse, and there was like eight thousand people there. Okay, it was pretty sweet. Maybe six thousand, but it was pretty sweet. Packed house. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. Awesome. So enough volleyball talk because it's not even volleyball season right now, even though it is. No I'm a kid. Um, <laughs> right? This is getting so difficult to to juggle. Like when you're texting me about basketball, I'm like, Jason, it's freaking football season, I know. and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's about to be basketball season. Yeah, and you still haven't even played a football game in the Pac-12. So. I know. I know. I I cannot wait until we're all on a schedule. Like we just got done with the NBA last week. I know. What? I know. And I, it was, I, yeah. Um, I know the Lakers won, and I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm not excited, like, because I don't like LeBron, so. Um, all right, let's get to your was, NFL uh, recap. Hey, a little, a little bit on that, though. It was the lowest viewership the NBA Finals have ever had, yep. and we're all at home. Yep. I, I have a lot of opinions about Interesting. that. By the way, is your Twitter working? I haven't really gone on it much, to be okay. quite honest. But, yeah, the I, last time I was on it, it was working. Okay, because I may have gotten locked out. That's all I know. Um, apparently, Contact uh, Twitter support. Apparently I've been – oh, maybe it's working again. Nope, it's not. So, okay. Anyway, let's get to your NFL recap. All right. NFL recap. Last Thursday, Bucks at Bears in Soldier Field. Uh, the Bucks are now 3-2. and two. The Bears are 4-1. and one. Can you believe that? I know. With I don't even know who's their quarterback. Oh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is their quarterback right now. And but they haven't. How are they four and one when they don't have a quarterback that is like their starter, their guy? Right. You know, usually teams that have a higher win loss record, they have a guy. They don't have a guy yet. <laughs> no, they don't. They haven't had a guy since probably Jim McMahon. That's way before your time. A while. <laughs> yeah, it is. But uh, so the Bears won uh, twenty to nineteen. I was surprised because the Bucks scored in every single quarter. The Bears only scored in the second and the fourth. On paper, the Bucks won in almost every statistic. But the one statistic that really jumped out to me was 
that the Bears had less penalties and they only had 68 lost yards, whereas mm. the Bucks had 109. Uh, um, so Brady was 25 for 41. He had 253 yards, one touchdown. And Foles was 30 for 42, so that was pretty good. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Getting better. Mm-hmm. And uh, 243 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. So. Um, was that the game that Tom Brady forgot how many downs there were because he's old? <laughs> the Brady jokes. They keep coming. I mean, come on. <laughs> but he did. He literally forgot how many downs there were. Like, he... Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's an old thing. I think it's because sometimes in your mind, I mean, I've done this before, where you think the score was something other than it actually was, and then you're like, oh, geez, what the heck happened? Oh, come on. I He's... think he has so much. Listen, he has so much going on with being on a new team that things are completely out of control right now, whereas he's used to being in a very well-run, high level, and a lot of eyes on everybody within that uh, Patriots organization. So now he has to do a lot more than he did before. And so his head is all discombobulated. Well, that's just old age and because he's like that's not old 74 that's years old. And But the downs never change. It's one, two, three, four. Like, Tom, you know how many? I'm going to give him a hard time. I think there's a lot more in his going on in his brain besides yes. just the downs. Probably. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying. Okay. As a setter, right. Right? As right. a setter when, you're, when your team isn't well-managed, you're thinking about everybody else but yourself, and that's something that he needs to know. He needs to know the downs. It should be, like, automatic all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because when you play at that level, you're a professional. But He's supposedly like, the greatest of all time. Yeah. Joe Montana he never forgot down. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, second game. Okay, Raiders at Kansas City. Woo! Mm-hmm. See that coming? Uh, no, not really. Uh, so Raiders are now three and two. Kansas City got their first loss. They're four and one. The Raiders won in Kansas City. Um, the Raiders had twenty-one points in the second half. They fought the entire game, in my opinion. Uh, Derek Carr, three hundred forty-seven yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Also twenty-two for thirty-one. Whereas Patrick Mahomes was 340 yards, so Garrett got him by seven yards, mm-hmm. and two touchdowns, one interception, but was 22 for 43. So Derek Carr was looking pretty good that game. Yeah, Derek Carr. I can't believe he's still in the league. Like he's another old dude. Bunch of oldies. Hey, they stay in there because of their mental. That's what doesn't usually go, Jason. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, it is starting to for Brady. So <laughs> getting older. Uh, well, I am. I am. I think I'm this. I'm just a little bit older than Brady. So. Well, okay. This is my question to you. Remember last week we talked about the Raiders, and you were like, "Oh, they really don't have any legitimate wins yet." Can we legitimize them now? Yes, absolutely. And I, I I've picked the Raiders a couple of times, but that was a great victory on the road in Kansas City. Right. Can't predict that one. No. No. <laughs> okay, Vikings. Ugh. Seattle versus the Hawks. Oh, my gosh. When will Seattle decide to not give their fan base a heart attack? Um, when I, Pete Carroll retires. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so the Vikings are 1-4. and four. The Hawks are 5-0. and oh, First time in franchise history. Uh, 15 seconds left. Fourth and goal. Russell throws a touchdown to DK Metcalf. 
How clutch was that? But I'm so sick and tired of the Seahawks playing down to whoever they are playing to. Oh, is that is that what it is? I think so. <laughs> I'm just asking. Whenever they play a team that's not as good as they are, they just play down to their level. But all of a sudden, say the can't say Kansas City was on the other side, they look like Super Bowl contenders. You know? Um, yeah. Well, with 15 seconds to go, throwing the ball into the end zone was a smart decision. So this time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But you as an athlete in college can speak to that. There are games that you just, you played up, you played down depending on your competition. And it's yeah. a lot of that is the, uh, is the competition because that's just the way the style that they play. It throws you into, I mean, you may not, ex- like at Montana, you expected to go in and, and sweep, but their style of play just slowed you guys down, took you out of your game, and boom, there all of a sudden you're, you're trailing or losing. Totally. I'm, we played Stanford at home my junior year, and we beat Stanford in five. And they went on that year to win the national championship. But the next game we played on Sunday, we played Cal, and Cal was garbage at the time. And we ended up winning in three, but it was an ugly yep. win, an ugly win. And with those teams that are kind of unorthodox and not as disciplined and isn't cleaner volleyball or cleaner football, Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, you just got to go in and you got to just be as even more disciplined than you would be against a team that is as good as you are. Yep. No, I, that's that's well said. That's why I brought it up because you're you're you are our, um, almost a professional athlete. Yeah. Didn't want to go overseas, Jason. That's Wasn't smart. for me. Could have went to Italy though <laughs> and learned how to cook. Yeah, I'd make like two dollars an hour. <laughs> there you go. Okay. What else? What else? Jeez. Okay, so Giants at Cowboys. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Giants are 0-5. Cowboys are 2-3. Uh, the Cowboys stuck away with it, 37-34. to The storyline of this is Dak Prescott tore or has a compound fracture and a dislocated right ankle. Did you watch the replays of that, Jason? Um, yeah, I'm going to see if I can put up the picture. I don't know. Can you see that? Okay. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I, I watched the video. There you go. So there's his ankle. How bad is that? Oh, and then it reminds awful. me of a Grizz football quarterback a couple of years ago, Reese Phillips. Look at his ankle. Oh yeah, Reese. Yeah, you yeah. remember? You remember that? That's not how his foot's supposed to look. No, it's yeah. not. So oh. um, tough, but yeah, Dak, man. Oh, how brutal is that? He's had a tough year too. I mean, coming out into into the media about mm-hmm. what he has dealt with. With the depression, losing only, his brother. Yeah, but with the depression and then exactly losing his brother. It's been a tough year. So he's being tested. I'm sure he's going to be well taken care of, but it's still heartbreaking. The, the guy is a good quarterback. Oh, he's great. Let me ask you this. Um, and we talked about Dak last week because he was over 450, and but they weren't winning. Um, but with him and you covering athletes a lot, Especially in the NFL when there's no guaranteed contracts. He hasn't signed that long-term deal yet. I know the Cowboys say they're going to stick with him, but he's not going to get paid this year probably now, and they're going to probably franchise him again. I think it all – I'm going to sneeze, Jason. Uh-oh. It's coming. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I can feel Here. it. I'll, I'll mute you. Is it – okay. <laughs> it happens. Um there you go. Um, um, but it's tough. Yeah, 
It is. It's really tough. Um, they feel like they don't have that protection, you know, when they've earned it. Mm-hmm. Nope, totally agree. Uh, it's a contract sport. I mean, our profession's contracts. You know, there's a yeah. lot of pressure. Yep, no doubt. So there's pressure to perform. And, I mean, you can't – you feel so bad for the guy. I think he's going to be fine. I think that Dallas – the Dallas Cowboys franchise is going to do absolutely everything they can to get him back on the field. Like no he is their guy. They found him. Now they need to put the place. Now they need to get pieces around him to make their franchise even better. So hopefully he can come back. He has the top, most top of the line medical trainers. He's got the best physical therapy. I'm sure the best rehab. I feel like he's going to be fine. I don't think he's just going to be one and done because of this ankle injury, but we'll see. And another old guy, Andy Dalton coming in to forget the win. <laughs> <laughs> staying on the roster. <laughs> just say, hey, Andy's staying there somehow. Whatever he's doing, it worked. So, but he got a win. He played well. Hey, hey! If there was volleyball that was professional and in the United States and paid as high as the NFL league is, I would be doing every. If I was old, I'd be doing everything <laughs> I could to stay on that roster. No doubt. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get out there in the real world. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, you're there now. So, uh, But good win for Dallas, no doubt about that. And it'll be interesting to see how they rebound from it. But let's do some picks, Jason. All right, all right let's do this. Um, all right, so I'm going to give you – I was um, – Nicole went 2-4 and four last week. 2-4. and four. Okay. Um, I was you five, get one victory. I was 5-1. and one. I lost one all game. Right, Those, right. the, the darn Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Who saw that coming? Otherwise, I'd have been six and zero. Oh. Thanks a lot, Philip Rivers. <sighs> anyway. Okay. So, what were the games again? Can you talk about the games that? Okay. Well, we both had the Bears. I had the Titans. You had the Bills. Um, I picked the. Oh, the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. I picked the Dolphins. You picked the Niners. Yeah. Uh, you picked the Jags. I picked Houston. And then I had the Saints. You had the Chargers. And then you had the Browns. I had Indy. So we are now each 20, 13, and 1. We, have, we are tied. Told you I was going to make a really? comeback. I told you. Told you last you, week. You, like, manifested it, Jason. Hey, I'm just, it's the brains. It's the brains. I got the age and the wisdom, my friend. That over. <laughs> <laughs> At least the age part. All right, what are we picking this week? <laughs> so, uh, starting off on Sunday, Browns at Steelers. Both teams are four and one. Browns at Steelers. That? Yes, Browns at Steelers. I'll take Pittsburgh. I'm going Browns. Of course you are. All right, next. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I mean, I know, I know. I just until yeah, they gotta stumble at some point, right? It's the Browns. They haven't been good since the 80s. You weren't even born the last time the Browns were good. That one movie with Kevin Costner. Draft Day. Great movie. Love that movie. You know, and here's the thing. When they did Major League about the Cleveland Indians, because the Indians were horrendous, and then all of a sudden they got good because, I mean, after a few years after Major League came out with Charlie Sheen and Tom Berenger, then um, Draft Day like five years ago or whatever, but now it's the Browns are starting to get good. It's all Kevin Costner's, you know. Charlie Sheen saved the Indians. 
And Kevin Costner saved the Browns, but Kevin Costner saved the Indians in um, Dances with Wolves. It's a long circle, a stretch. That's where I came to. Okay, next game. All right. <laughs> I just named a whole bunch of movies that you've never seen. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't seen those two. Sorry. Oh, I, I'd love to participate. Goodness, kid. All right. Um, so, Lions at Jags. Oh, God. These two teams are terrible. That's why I picked them. Oh. I know you're going to go with the Jags because of um, your Washington State Cougar and with the terrible mustache. Um, I am. All right, I'll pick Detroit because of that. Okay, all right, moving on. Bears at Panthers. Ooh. Bears. I got the Bears. Bears. Oh, come on, Jason. I'm picking the Bears. Okay. Wait, they got Nick Foles. Hey, he might be getting more confidence right now, okay? Back off. Hey, he's won a Super Bowl. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. All right. Anyways, anyways, Jason. Um, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Oh. (laughs) Two teams I despise. Um, You go first. I'm picking Green Bay. They got the old quarterbacks. You I know? know, I know. Um, gosh. You pick Green Bay, you're going to make me pick a Tom Brady team, aren't you? Yeah, pick a Tom Brady team. I'm going to go Packers, happens. too. My... Ah, Jason! It's, yeah, I'm going Packers, too. I hate to do it, but it's my dad's team, so. Oh, that's right. You, you had mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, Rams at 49ers. Rams are 4-1. and one. 49ers are 2-3. and three. Jimmy G was benched during that game against the Dolphins. Kyle Shanahan said it was because, you know what, it was his health. I They were running the score up on us. Got to bench the guy. And he said this week his health is better than it was last week. He's dealing with that high ankle sprain. So I, even though I, I witnessed that Dolphin issue, and I didn't even think the Dolphins would run it up that much, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, I'm going to agree with you, because Jared Goff is better than Jimmy G, and a high ankle sprain as an athlete, you know, those don't go away overnight. No, they don't. So, they don't. he's not going to be very mobile. That Rams defense is going to light his world up. Yeah. And, I, and that's Honestly, what I think Kyle Shanahan was thinking, he was like, get him out of here. We need him for next week. <laughs> well, they might not have him very long next week. Um, all right. Final. No, they might not either. <laughs> final game. Okay. Cardinals in Dallas. The Cardinals are 3-2. and two. The Dallas Cowboys are 2-3. and three. And I want to see how the Dallas Cowboys rally after losing Dak Prescott. So I am choosing Dallas in this, surprisingly. I am as well because um, although I saw an interesting stat from my good buddy Gil Brandt today, and and he put this up. So uh, Kyler Murray is undefeated at AT AT&T Stadium. He won three state championships there in high school and then led Oklahoma to a big win in that stadium. So that is an interesting point. However... This isn't high school. This isn't college, my friend Kyler. This is Dallas Cowboys football, and the star will win 
on Sunday. <laughs> that was so dramatic. <laughs> did you like it, though? Yeah, I did. <laughs> this is the star. This is Dallas Cowboys football. Uh, there you go. Got for you on the NFL side. Okay, um, before we get to your quote, uh, our our recipe of the week. Alrighty, Jason, the recipe of the week. It is lasagna. Ooh. Yeah. So I again, I've said before, get your noodles from the the store. Oh my gosh, I'm losing it. Using the supermarket, the store, whatever. Easy there, Brady. There's still four downs. <laughs> so funny um, okay so the supermarket and get the noodles there you can get the ricotta there I'm totally okay with that but everything else make it home and use spicy Italian sausage actually they say to use sweet eh, unless you're like a wuss and don't like spicy things put the Italian sausage in there get the good flavor get the minced onion two cloves of, two cloves of garlic garlic is everything uh, and it heals everything, by the way. Okay. I had, like, some bug bites, put some garlic on it, gone. Seriously? Yes. Good Lord. <laughs> it's like, have you seen My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Uh, no. Okay, never mind. Put some Windex on it. Go watch that movie, you'll understand. Okay. Um, <laughs> lasagna. Lasagna's really good. It's better yeah. almost left over. I agree. Because the, totally the juices agree. have settled, and it's just, oh, the sauces, mm, yeah. I don't think it's better, though, frozen and then reheated. I think it's better put it in the fridge yep. after you've had it that night, and then the next day yep. with fridge temperature, not freezer temperature. Correct, yes, correct, 100%. Okay. All right, quote of the week. Right, this one's kind of silly. They're all silly. This is from Lee Corzo. Oh, goodness. Helmet man. <laughs> Speaking of <Yeah>. old. <laughs> hey, we need to stop saying things about old people. I like old people. I love old people. I'm becoming one. Exactly. <laughs> um, Hawaii doesn't win many games in the United States. Wow, Lee. Wow. <laughs> well, in, in his defense... <laughs> <laughs> when he started coaching, Hawaii wasn't a state. So, yeah, trying to explain the Rainbow's poor mainland record. That is awesome. That is The Rainbow Wahinis! Yes. Um, by the way, the greatest pregame intro, maybe, except for Virginia Tech. But Hawaii, with the, they do the, the, the dance. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I played in Hawaii. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool. It is. Their fan base is amazing, too. Yes. They really only want to see good sport. They don't care about, in my opinion, they want the Rainbow Wahi needs to do well, but they really just want to see a good game. Right. So they will celebrate the other team as well. Those are the kind of fans I like. Not Oregon fans, even though I'm from Oregon. And I get why they're so competitive. I totally get it. But, like, come on. We just really want to see a good game. Um, by the way, is it Washington State's new football coach, Rolovich? Didn't he coach in Hawaii? Yeah. Okay. He is. I think he's a good fit for the Cougs, too, because of the offense. Right. Coming from, he has kind of an air raid style offense as well. So 
when he gets in, well, now he is in Pullman. Now that he's in Pullman, I think it's going to be an easy uh, conversion with the players that he has right now. But it'll be interesting to see who their quarterback is because they're all very young. It's all about the quarterbacks. But not a lot of experience. No, nope, not it's all about the QB. Um, I'm interested in seeing when the Pac-12, what they do with football this year, like if they can even make it through the season. It'll be interesting. Can they even get going? Because yeah. we're seeing, honestly, this is an honest question. Will they be able to start because we're seeing the bigger conference like SEC starting to cancel games now because of COVID? So I'm, I'm wondering if the increase in numbers across the country, like 30-plus states, is that's going to affect the Pac-12 even getting started? I think we also, so part of the media coverage, we actually need to know how many people get sick. Okay, you're infected with it, but how many are actually sick? Right. How many are in their rooms for quarantine, for whatever? Okay, and also, has the quarantine days changed? Because last time I checked, it was 10 days. Well, I thought it was 14, but... It started off 14, and then it got knocked down to 10. And then are they doing it until they test positive for it? Like, are they testing them every single day? And then if they don't test positive again, then they're done? Apparently. Or then they're back in the back in the back plane? I think so, yeah. So if you get in, I think you have to have a couple negative tests before you can go back to plane. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's, and it's, wow. all, it's screwed up everywhere across the state. Each state is different. Yeah. Yep, every state is kind of tired of hearing the. It's like the same story, different state. Exactly. Yes. Um, no doubt about it. Um, look, I appreciate your time. I can't wait till next week. And I'm I'm sorry that you're not working right now, but it's actually been beneficial to me. So I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Well, thank you for extending the opportunity to keep my skills up to date. And this is something I've never done before. So as you can tell, neither have I. <laughs> No, no. I've never uh, been on a talk show. Well, good. Oh, yeah. um, well, I'm glad I reached out, like, whatever it was ago. And now you're on. So even when you go back to work, you can still make this a regular part of your day or week. Yes, depends on how busy I am. Well, just ha- Oh, you'll be fine. You can take – we'll just shorten it if we have to, and you'll be fine. Yeah. And we might have to change okay. days, but, you know, since – Sports are played on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays usually. Right, we'll right. Yeah, that's true. You'll be we'll right. figure it out. You'll fi- but I know you're back next Thursday, and that's really all that matters. Yes. We don't have to cross that bridge till we get there. There you go. Nicole Ragoni, that's what she said. Uh, pleasure, as always, and uh, win some games in the mainland on the States, will you? <laughs> Sounds good. I am on the mainland. <laughs> all right. We'll all right. Have to talk to you next week. That is Nicole Ragoni joining us on the the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. That's what she said. She is so funny. She is the best. I' so glad we uh, we got a hold of her, uh, each other. This is so much fun. All right, quick break. Coming back, uh, some news about the Big Sky Conference football, and we're going to check in with Scott Evans, hell and a high coach. That's next. This is the Jason Walker Show. 
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center back in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. And Montana Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Not sure if you saw this earlier, but uh, with Nicole Ragoni and I, we were talking about Dak Prescott, and there's his ankle from last week. Compound fracture complete dislocation and uh, that's what it looked like um, and it got me thinking about Reese Phillips at the Grizz a couple of years ago and when you're laying on your stomach your ankle is not supposed to be up that way right um, Reese recovered and uh, hopefully uh, Dak recovers as well so Speaking of football, Sacramento State is opting out of the 2021 spring season. According to Hornet Athletics, the uh, the Hornets, who shared a conference championship just a couple of years ago, uh, are opting out. And uh, Coach Troy Taylor said, uh, quote, after thoughtful deliberation, we've determined it's in the best interest of both our student-athletes and our football program to opt out of a possible spring football season. Now, notice he said possible. There's a lot of coaches that don't think the spring season is going to happen in, in the big sky or across the country. 
Uh, Taylor added our concern regarding the effects of a short turnaround and recovery time from a spring season to a fall season. In our opinion, we're too big of a health risk. Obviously, we're disappointed not having a football season this year, but we're already striving and preparing for the 2021 fall season, end quote. So um, there you go, Sacramento State. And I don't think they will be the last in the big sky. I really don't. I think there will be more um, if there is even a season. I think there will be more. Um, it, it's just it's it's going to be really tough to get a season in, especially with the way things are going right now. So, all right. Um, speaking of football, big big. Game. I mean, there's a couple of big games tonight, but there's a huge game in the double A tomorrow. Uh, you've got five and zero hell and a high, ranked third in the Treasure State Media Poll. 5-0 Sentinel, ranked first. And they will meet up tomorrow with really the first place on the Western AA and that one seed on the line. And joining us now to talk about it is the head coach of the Bengals, Scott Evans, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach, a, uh, another great win for you and the uh, the Bengals uh, last week. Uh, initial thoughts afterwards? Oh, it was a tough game. I mean, they got a hard runner. The, the Regina kid's the real deal. He's a tough kid. And they played a heck of a football game, but our kids responded to it well. So I was just excited for our kids to get a good win like that over a quality program. I picked you guys to win thirty-four to twelve. You couldn't. You couldn't give uh, hold them to that. You know, two less points. Well, we were trying to hold them to no points, but that, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, that didn't work out very well in our favor. So we gave up a late one. So you probably would have, we would have held below your prediction. Which is good. I'll, I'll take that. Um, but you, your defense seriously did a great job with Rendina, with JT Allen, and it, it was almost like did you, I mean, did you guys take it upon yourself as a challenge last week? Oh, absolutely. I think the kids, you know, that's that's one of the cool things about this group. It's a competitive challenge every day to go out there and compete. And I like the fact that they set up new goals for themselves. And we really don't have to establish very much. You know, we talked about it at the beginning of the week, but they kind of take it from there. And it's just a good group that understands that, you know, it's a competitive na- business and they're, they're after it every time. So I love that competitive nature they have. Scott Evans, our guest here, Jason Walker, show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, once again, Caden Hewitt on that offensive side of the ball um, just continues to improve, continues to impress is a great word, I guess. Yeah, you know, he's just doing a good job. He gets better every week. and I think he's handled himself, you know, his composure is what's getting more and more impressive every week is just handling himself in the pocket and handling the game itself. You know, it doesn't matter if there's a mistake or not. He responds the right way and doesn't get himself too uh, too hard up on anything. He just forgets about it and goes forward. When I, I saw your quote that there was a couple of plays that you sat there on the field, it's like, wow, did I just really see that? Yeah, I mean, there's some throws that he made. He made a throw going to his left, and he hits a guy running. He's on a full sprint. The kid's on a full sprint, and, he throws it, basically go away from himself and hits him in stride. And I, you know, a ball like that's just not, you know, you, you don't see that very often. He made about three or four other throws that, you know, I just, you sit back and you, you enjoy the, the, the thought process of watching the guy perform. So that's a cool thing. You know, that's from an athletic standpoint, you always want to see those guys be successful and do great things. And it's just fun to see from a guy we have actually. Exactly, instead of being on the other side. Uh, Helena High coach, uh, Scott Evans, our guest, Jason Walker Show. Coach, was that the best defense you faced year to date? 
I think so. I, I, I think the Bennett staff does a great job of getting the guys ready to go. And their front line plays well, you know, and they got some backers that can flow pretty well. Um, over well, I, you know, I still think actually the, probably the best one we faced so far for, up front was you. Oh, yeah. They had a good up front defense and did some good things. But I think from an athletic standpoint, Glacier's defense is very athletic. Well, you're going to face a really good defense again this week, and let's talk about their defense first with Sentinel. Um, this is a big game. It's it's not the um, end-all, be-all game, but this is a huge game, and I know it's a game that both teams want to win. Uh, lots of respect from both sides. But when you look at, at Sentinel's defense, what are they doing so well this year? Uh, they, you know, they, they got some athletes. They, they, they use their athletes well, and I'll probably say the same thing on both sides of the ball. They, they do a good job of putting their athletes in position to make plays. You have to beat their athletes. I mean, they've got two quality defensive ends. They got a middle linebacker who plays well, Gino Leonard did. And then, you know, the two guys interior wise, they just, they, they just hold themselves well. And Hooters kid, I think, some of the better safeties in the state of Montana. I just, I just think they got some good athletes playing at positions. And once again, they exploit their athletes, and that's the perfect. You know, they do the right things with those guys at the right time. They're not listening. I know Dane Oliver doesn't listen to the show, so you can tell me what you're going to do offensively against them. <laughs> well, you know what? I just, I, I, we just want to get in a good groove and. Start out fast. I mean, I, that's an old moniker, of course, but right. I think the last few games we start we started pretty slow. We haven't got a chance to, you know, the naysayers out there, of course, Rudis is underdog, so I'm fine with that because we don't start very quickly. And if we can start quickly, I think we could do some good things. It is a good team, and, and you know, when I talked to Kyle Mahelish after they after the Bruins played them, um, he said, "You look at, at that across the field, and there's 11 guys on offense on the field at the same time that are going to go play college football." Um, that's dangerous in Double A. I mean, you're going to get two, three, four, maybe five or six guys, but all eleven are going to be playing somewhere, and that's impressive. It is impressive. You know, I they've done a good job of developing the program over there, and they got some guys that have played together for a while, and got some guys moved in there that are some quality football players. So, you know, once again, I I think it goes back to that challenge. I think on our side of the ball, defensively, we got probably about. 11 guys or 12 guys that we can play college football with as well. So I kind of like the thought process that not many people know how many guys we actually have going to college too. So I've got about eight guys, seven guys, not of the ball I've already got offers. So I kind of like that thought process that we're just kind of under the radar a little bit. Is this one of the better double a heavyweight matchups we've seen this late in the season in a while? I, you know, I don't know. There's just the matchups overall. I think other programs, I mean, like we've had crosstown games where it's decided the division and things like that. So, I mean, I, do I think it's a, a formidable task for both teams? Absolutely. I think it's one of those good double-A football games that you're going to get. You know, once a year you have a good one like this that comes about. And it's uh, the nice thing about this, this has extra emphasis on it because it's a Western Division title, basically. Whoever wins this one has the shoe in as the number one seed. So that's a, that's a hell of a deal right there altogether. So I, I love the fact that there's a lot of things on the line this late in the season. A couple of final ones for you, Coach. But when you look at Sentinel, you know, that Dayton Bay, you've got uh, Camden Sermon. And the old adage is with if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. But they legit have two quarterbacks. How do you stop each one? I, I don't think you have to change yourself for that. You know, um, we play very well what we do defensively. And we're not going to change too much because we feel what we're doing as package-wise is good enough for every offense we face. And, we're going to make those guys adjust to us, and we're going to come after them and see if they can handle our front seven a little bit. I think we got a pretty good front seven that can 
caused some damage to him as well. So going to walk in there with a thought process of just like you do every week and go attack and go from there and make them guys adjust to us. All right. Yesterday was National Take Your Teddy Bear to Work Day. Did you have a teddy bear growing up? Uh, you know what? I did. Uh, the only teddy bear I've ever had in my life is I hugged one at Costco one time with my wife. And that was, you know, I, it was a large teddy bear and it, it just, it looked like a thing to do at that moment in time. <laughs> so you didn't, did you have a blankie or anything? No, I, the, the sucker was three times bigger than me. So it was a good size bear. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and it was also National Dessert Day yesterday. What's your dessert go to? You know, I'm I'm pretty much an apple pie and pumpkin pie guy. I don't do much on that, but I I like the fact that number one is I can have a pie. I'm not like I don't like much many baked goods, so I'll stick the old basics of apple pie more than anything else. Well, you got a hell of a challenge coming up on Friday night, and uh, it should be a fantastic game in the AA, and uh, it's probably the game of the week in, uh, at any level across the state. Uh, a lot of eyes will be on uh, the Bengals and the Spartans. Good luck tomorrow night. Thanks for joining us, Coach. I appreciate it, Jason, and go Bengals. Take care. Scott Evans joining us, Helena High Head Coach. And, man, he's done a great job over there. Um, helps when you have some great talent like uh, Caden Hewitt coming through and all the others um, over the last couple of years. But a big game, big, big game in the AA tomorrow, and that'll be interesting. Of course, you can watch it on uh, the NFHS thing. Stream it. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, tomorrow. Jesse Zentz will join us. Um, the running community lost a great friend and advocate um, this week, and uh, Jesse's going to talk about uh, his uh, his friend um, tomorrow on the uh, on the show. Uh, Tony Banovich, who passed away, and a great advocate for uh, running in uh, the state of Montana and across the country, but. Uh, Jesse Zentz tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, so it appears I was not locked out of Twitter. Twitter had an issue. Um, they're still having, like, TweetDeck won't load completely, but they're starting to get new uh, new updates on Twitter. Twitter and Facebook. Ooh. Yeah, hate to be uh, those guys right now. Jack, was it Jack and Mark? Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, they're going to be in some trouble. So, there you go. Okay. It is uh, October the 15th. It is National Esthetician Day. It is Cheese Curd Day. Grouch Day, I Love Lucy Day. This date, 1951, I Love Lucy debuted on CBS. And it is Get to Know Your Customers Day. On this day in 1885, Ross Radburn, or Haas Radburn, pitched his 60th win of the season. 60. 60 wins in a year. Nowadays, it would take guys anywhere from four to six years to get to that. Uh, Nineteen twenty-three, Yankees' first World Series victory. Uh, series victory. They beat the Giants in six. Nineteen thirty-three, Philadelphia Eagles play the first NFL game. Lose to the Giants, fifty-six nothing. Nineteen sixty-four, American Al Order won his third of four consecutive Olympic men's discus titles in Tokyo. Four years later, in Mexico City, on this date. Erger goes with his fourth. So he, uh, uh, October the 15th is a great day for Al Order. 1980, George Brett was forced to miss the World Series. Why? Hemorrhoids. Uh, 19, and by the way, I always thought that um, Ring of Fire, Johnny Cash, would have made a great commercial song for Par- uh, Preparation Age, right? And it burned. 
1986, in the longest postseason game, the Mets beat the Astros 7-6 in 16 innings to win the NL pennant. They go on to win the World Series. 1988, thanks to the cheating done in the NLCS by Jay Howell, two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and injured Kirk Gibson would hit that dramatic two-run home run to give the Dodgers the win in Game uh, 1 of the World Series that go on to sweep. 1989, Wayne Gretzky passes Gordie Howe as the NHL's all-time leading scorer. A couple of birthdays, uh, or one, really. Uh, John Sullivan, John L. Sullivan, the Irish-American heavyweight boxing champ, was born in Roxbury, Massachusetts in 1858 on this day. He was champ from 82 to 92 in the 1800s. That's 11 years. Uh, 1860, 11-year-old Grace Bedell writes to Abraham Lincoln telling him to grow a beard, and he did. 1952, she told him he would look better with one. 1952, Charlotte's Web was published for the first time, written by E.B. White. And uh, another sports note, in 1983 on this date, Columbia beats Yale 21-18. to They would go on to lose their next 44 in a row. That would suck. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. We mentioned a couple of big games tonight. Gallatin and Bozeman meeting up for the first time. Also, uh, Joliet and Zorky are playing on the football field. Crosstown Volleyball tonight. Capital at Helena High. And uh, the two-time defending state champs with a chance to uh, get closer to that all-time uh, state record of consecutive wins in the double A, as they need two, I believe, to uh, to surpass it. So, uh, and then both will play Flathead tomorrow, I believe. All right. Uh, by the way, Cafe Zydeco, six twenty-five Euclid. Breakfast served all day. They're open till uh, eight p.m. tonight and tomorrow, Sunday or Saturday rather, nine to three, and unbelievable food. At Cafe Zydeco. So, had a great show today. Thanks for sticking around. It's always fun talking to Nicole Rigoni. She is the best. That's what she said. Dinner's done right. By the way, dinner's done right. Stop by. The freezer is full. Get something to cook for the weekend. Takes all the prep work out. Dinner's done right. You don't even have to hardly worry about dishes. True. At least not many. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, Scott Evans joined us as well today. Appreciate him. Tomorrow we'll talk to Jesse Zentz uh, about cross country and uh, give you my predictions for the weekend and much more coming up tomorrow. Go to jasonwalkershow.com. Don't forget Senator Steve Daines next Wednesday joining us here. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 as we wrap up the week. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.